Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, the government's planned budgetary package risks keeping inflation higher for longer, so warns the Central Bank of Ireland in its latest quarterly bulletin. Uh, Austin Hughes, economist, uh, joins us now. Are you surprised by this stark warning from the Central Bank, Austin? No, I'm afraid it's um, the old song just being repeated. Uh, The central bank always warns at this time of year that the government is driving us on the road to hell in terms of the public finances. Um, It's understandable. There are risks in this regard, but I don't see them as the key risks really facing the economy at the moment. And the details of the central bank's own report suggest that the risks are not as uh, substantial as some of the headlines in today's media would would indicate. Um, the, the real story is that the inflation problem we're facing now isn't one where there is too much demand in the economy. It's one where there are problems around supply of food and energy uh, and also structural issues around supply chains globally and some issues around supply in areas like the the hotel uh, sector domestically. So they're not areas that are coming from excess demand. The central bank in its own analysis today suggests that in many respects there are surprises that, you know, domestic wage growth is actually smaller or lower than it would have expected. It says it's lower than the uh, euro area average. And it also suggests that uh, its own research points towards possible structural changes and the role of fiscal supports to households through cost of living measures in controlling wage demands to date. So I think we're at a point where inflation is high, there are risks around it, but I think the risks of the government doing too little are much greater than the risks of it doing too much. So is the central bank wrong? I, I think it could be wrong. Nobody can say definitively uh, that it will be wrong because we don't know how the inflation story will play out. It's an inflation shock. And obviously, if we get in a situation when the Irish economy has happened in the early 2000s, where everyone thinks they can get wage growth of 10% plus, uh, and the, the government talks about the, the public finances being a virtual ATM, you know, where everyone can get uh, more money, then you get an inflationary psychology. But so far, inflation is largely external. You look at inflation in the first half of the year, in the second quarter, that's the most recent quarter where we've wage growth, uh, and wage growth averaged 6.6%. Average earnings growth in the private sector was 3.8%. People are taking a real hit, uh, and the government is providing some shelter, you know, through the various measures. I think if fiscal policy is enlightened here and actually deals with costs in the economy, helps to get transport costs down through improving infrastructure, helps to get housing costs down by, you know, building more houses in the future and helps to get childcare costs down by various other measures there. I think we will have lower inflation and stronger growth Mm. over the next while. There are risks in this regard, but as I say, I think the risks of doing nothing are much greater. I think the Irish economy has shown a capacity to grow strongly without inflation. And if the government is careful 
people and it has to be very careful in this regard. It's not a case of throwing money everywhere but if it is selective and does provide support to many you know, households who are in dire straits in terms of food yeah, sorry, and energy. Can I just ask you poverty. a little yeah. bit about that? Uh, sure. And again, I, I'm, I'm walking on eggshells here a little bit. I mean, there is no question that uh, a lot of households are affected by the cost of living crisis. But you see record numbers in Dublin Airport. You see record numbers going on holidays. Every concert that happens here is sold out within minutes. Is there a danger that we're exaggerating the cost of living uh, crisis and the number of people it's affecting and adapting our policies as such, actually creating an inflationary cycle? Well, in macro terms, you know, the cost of living crisis is very obvious from the, the inflation figures, right? Now, the capacity of households to deal with it varies hugely, as you're suggesting, right? But if you take the, the economy, how it's grown over the last, say, four years pre-pandemic, the average growth in employment over that time is 3.6%. The average growth in consumption, right, the amount spent by households is 2.1%. So the demand side of the economy has grown far less than the supply side of the economy. There are record numbers of people in the country at the moment. So you do see structural issues. These are the sort of constraints we're talking about. And, you know, effectively, lots of economists are saying, well, don't do more for the airport. Don't build more capacity in terms of our transport. The reality is the Irish economy is growing hot because there are more of us in it uh, through migration and because we have a strong growth. It's different to the euro area economy. And in that regard, what the central bank advice seems to be taking is more or less the ECB template where if Germany, Italy, where your population is falling, you, you know, you don't want to stoke uh, maybe demand into an economy where there isn't really the potential growth in the future. So it is a delicate one. That's what I'm saying. There's no definitive. You can't say there's no risk at all. But I'm saying that the risks are not all on one side. And if anything, the risks of doing too little are a lot greater than the central bank. You know, the commentary would suggest around the central bank headlines. Austin Hughes, economist. uh, Thank you indeed for that analysis. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.